Hi, I'm Maggie. Hi, I'm Grace, and this is A Very Bookish Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to A Very Bookish Podcast. On today's episode 34, we have a very special guest, a reoccurring guest, Eamon from Eamon's Books on TikTok. Yes, hi, I am Eamon from Eamon's Books on literally every platform there is. Um, I'm so excited to be here. I think this is my third episode now. Yeah. Um, today we're talking about Neon Gods, Everything Neon Gods, and I am head over heels obsessed with that book. So I really cannot wait to get into this. Like, I am so ready because, like, I'm jittery. I'm jittery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we know you are. That was, like, the best intro, like, self-intro ever because, like, literally you were just like hey guys this is what we're gonna do today this is what's going down you wait to it tune in. like literally <laughs> literally like you're already used to it you're practically a co-host okay no and- literally I've seen every episode like I, I know I did my homework <laughs> I love that it was perfect so we know that you have a love for neon gods but what is your current read that you are loving right now Right now, I'm like flip flopping between like a bunch of books. Like I read the first few chapters of Punk Fifty Seven by Penelope Douglas. I don't know if it's I'm gonna continue that, but it's not really my priority at the moment. And I started um, what's it called, The Swipe Right by Alicia Ray last night. I read the first chapter and it's really intriguing. I really like it. It's like third person point of view, so it's like the author's telling the story. You know what I mean? And I wasn't expecting that. And I didn't know how I feel about it, but it's actually, I think it's like the best way to tell this type of story. It's contemporary romance. I don't know too much about it. Usually I go into books without reading the descriptions or whatever, but it is like sort of like a Tinder type of, um, you know, romance and whatever. I'm pretty sure both of the characters are POC, so I really like that. And we were just talking about this right before the podcast, but I think grace and maggie have convinced me that i need to drop everything and read what's twisted love immediately so that will be a priority read at the moment (laughs) so for our audio listeners i'm actually holding up the book and i guess this is the perfect segue into telling you our next week's guest is going to be anna the author of twisted love so if you're not already catch up so you can listen to the podcast because we will have it's going to be a full spoiler podcast when we're talking about this book talking about the series and stuff um we're excited i'm so excited i'm actually i just pre-ordered i just pre-ordered twisted games the second book right as amen was talking so it's going to be pretty great um grace what are you currently reading so i have been fortunate enough to receive an arc from anna's team for twisted games which is the sequel and it's going to be released at the end of this month. Um, So I'm really, really enjoying it. I finished Twisted Love maybe around 11.58. So I still count it as a read from yesterday. (laughs) I finished it literally (laughs) two minutes before midnight and I was so in love and both books are interconnected. So you definitely wanna read the first one before you read the second one. I love the writing style. It's a dual POV. You get these amazing guys who are broody and very grumpy sunshines where they they try to act all tough, but they know that the girl is like warming them up. It's definitely a grumpy sunshine kind of vibe. 
Um, the second book is a bodyguard uh, romance. So we have that and it's pretty dope. I highly recommend it. It's such a good read. Um, the main character for Twisted Love is Chinese American. And that was really interesting. And I really liked it. And I liked how she like sprinkled in a, a little bit of her culture into it. It was nice and subtle in a way that it just felt it wasn't right. like it wasn't forced it wasn't like oh right. this is like the whole thing it was like yeah she's chinese american but that's not the point it's it's the story that's the point and it affects the story in certain ways which i'm not going to spoil but okay. also alex is oh ukrainian alex? representation i was so happy when he started talking in russian he's like ukraine and they were talking about uh kiev and i was like I think in my Goodreads update, I literally have rep. I like put like a bunch of Ukrainian flags, and then I put represent. <laughs> I love that. that. Was, Can we just talk about that for a second? Like, I love. Like, I don't get a lot of that sort of like representation where I, like I can recognize like my language in like a book because they speak Urdu, but I understand a little bit of Arabic. And when I like read words that like are from that dialect, it's like oh my gosh, that's like that's home. That's like an Easter egg. It's just so cool. I love it. Yeah, it's literally like it makes you feel almost excited like it's a little yeah it's, it's like, like the author's communicating with you you know yeah, what I mean yeah. and it's like a like a like a little secret like a like a, a what do you call that like a inside joke almost no really yeah like that's how it feels and it feels like so good and it's like so easy but then it's also it, it can be taken both ways like if the author doesn't do their like proper research you get like a totally right. wrong translation or you get like a perfect translation and that's why um, yes that, that was pretty cool um doing any of the past two books that I've been reading have like another language sprinkled in and it's always like it's always that little extra that just makes it <laughs> better it's amazing no you're exactly right yeah it's just I love reading stuff like that and like you know unless there's like a glossary at the back of the book like the average reader might not get it but like the one that does especially if the author is of like that representation of the language that's being represented in the book is just ugh, I love it my heart is just like flutters it literally does and then like if it sucks because if there's no represent like um translation in the back you 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 better have that google translate on deck yeah you better literally <laughs> yeah and then like you know what was really funny is like one time uh I was reading a book and it had like a Russian like <laughs> phrase and I literally text Maggie I was like hey what does this mean and how do you say it and I literally had like on like the voice you know how I always send like voice memos and stuff I had my dad yeah. say it to, uh, like we were saying it over and over again for her yeah it was that's gonna be me when I read Twisted Love I'm just gonna be texting Maggie the entire time oh yeah it's not too much but it's it's There's, a, yeah it's a sprinkle, it's a sprinkle. yeah yeah okay yeah. love that <laughs> so <laughs> that is an update on us and what we're reading now we're gonna go ahead and jump into neon god so if you haven't read the book yet make sure that you go read it Wait, and then um, do we want to do our special update first before we get into neon god so those who haven't read neon gods can leave after they listen to this special update okay we can do our update now Cause like, I, I don't yeah. know, some people might not hear about it if they leave now. Okay, that's true, that's true. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, Maggie's always- Go for it. 
drum I'm always thinking ahead. I was like, I gotta, I gotta plan my segue into this <laughs> special topic that we're gonna talk about. So, I'm like, go with the flow. Like, whatever happens, just happens. <laughs> so, we have been talking about this all summer long. We have literally, it has literally been since like me- March. We've been, I think, even April before that. I was because I remember in finance, I we sat and I talked about it with you in finance. But so we have finally made our pins. We Yay. are so excited. Um, Grace and I have been working tirelessly this week. We spent hours on colors, looking at colors, designing, packaging, um, getting everything ready for our shop. And so our shop is going to be called a very bookish shop. It is kind of a play on our podcast, a very bookish podcast. We have our book club, which is a very bookish group. So it's kind of like our theme is like a very bookish something. And so this time we have a very bookish shop. We have a very bookish shop um, Instagram page, um, which when this episode goes live, we also have a sneak peek on our page so if you can see it there's like a tiny tag to our shop instagram so if you see it make sure you go follow us we don't have any our profiles like non-existent right now because it's kind of low-key but we will be announcing our pins on there um saturday and pre-orders we'll have so um, we are going to be releasing two different pins um from two different uh fandoms that we have talked about on the podcast um a little inside joke if you listened very very early on during kate at nautical reads episode so this has been a long time coming so we have two separate pens that you can pre-order and the pre-orders will go up on monday and you'll be able to see the enamel pins on saturday via our instagram uh, for the shop uh and and um, they will be sold separately or you can buy them in a set because they will kind of coincide together and you may or might not be able to push them together and certain things line up. Um, Eamon has already seen the designs. Yes, um, I absolutely love them. <laughs> we also will be having a pre-order incentive when it comes to these. So I don't know if a lot of you have already known this, but Grace had her own sticker shop for a while. And so uh, she has a bunch of leftover stock. And so I don't know if for our YouTube listeners, they get a sneak peek at some of the stickers that she's about to show. Yeah, so um, we have a bunch of different little ones. I was all over the place with the type of stickers that I had. So I have a lot of snack ones because, you know, you if you know me, you know I love to snack. So we have our um, chocolate hostess cupcake one. Um, we have our little mini iced coffee one, which is like Maggie's favorite. We have a Jonas Brothers inspired I'm a sucker for you lollipop sticker. Um, we have a never released before Cardin sticker by you. I am undone. That one's my favorite. I love it so much. <laughs> I remember when Grace made this. It was like in December. It's so good. I love it. Was it was so long ago. She never put it out. And like our group chat was always like, oh my God, that's so pretty when you showed it to us. Yeah, this one is definitely my pride and joy. It literally- I love that. Like on a t-shirt, I think it would be like perfect too. I you never know. We might. I might just do that. And Go then 
finally uh, a holographic come and escape with me book stack um i have a couple of others like i have a ramen bowl i have um hot cheetos and um so you will be getting uh, a bunch of little stickers um in your pre-order pack also have a a couple of shatter me bookmarks that i could throw in there and maybe a little something else but we'll see when the time comes we'll definitely put all of that in for our pre-order incentives and yeah yeah, so we kind of, um, Grace wanted to get rid of her stock, and we we have been thinking about this pins. We have so many pins planned. Um, we literally will come up with ideas and text each other. We have, we have some pin sets that are really fun and really exciting to put out, and these kind of pin sets kind of to give you an idea. It's going to be like you can either buy the set or you can buy a specific one geared towards you kind of thing, kind of like this one where we – should we release the character names? I don't know. We'll – you'll you'll find out on saturday you'll find out tomorrow after this airs but um and then on monday i will put the pre-order link down in this description i will also pre-order links will go everywhere um we'll probably post on our social media and stuff it's going to be great um but yes so we do have a shop now um i'm excited uh it's kind of surreal because i we thought of this idea so long ago and now it's here finally happening yeah it's so insane and our our, our listeners are probably like yeah yeah sure (laughs) when it happens we'll we'll believe it when it happens but i'm telling you now it's happening it is happening it's finally here we're we're really excited we're designing packaging and stuff and it's kind of fun because I'm a business student, so I can really finally use my degree. And like, I'm doing spreadsheets and analysis and C- CVP analysis and cost of goods sold analysis and stuff. And it's just really fun. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and when y'all get your packages, don't be throwing away the packaging because I worked really hard on designing oh, the package. We, we literally were yes. sitting right we'll before filming this podcast trying to do po- packaging stuff. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's all, honestly like cards. that's the best part of like literally getting the stuff. It's like the opening, the packaging, the details. I love yeah. it. It's, the it's almost like I don't want to open it. I just want to preserve it forever. I'll yeah. frame it. <laughs> it's, it just needs to be open. It's just a pretty box right there. Yeah. 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 yeah we're really excited for what what how it's gonna turn out, and we're really we're gonna leave the pre-order open for like a certain amount of time and then the shop will be closed and Mm -hmm. then we'll start getting packaging done and getting it shipped out as fast as we can when it comes to pre-ordering and stuff so and this is our first round of pens so this will definitely like kickstart us doing a lot of other things so the the further down the line that we go we're definitely going to start reaching out to all of our friends and um listeners for you know, little PR packages and little things for you guys to see what else we have coming. Because like we said, enamel pins are like the first stop. We're planning on doing everything. So if you help us out by pre-ordering this pen, you're just helping us pave the way for everything else we have coming. Yeah. Oh, and last thing. This, these two enamel pins, we're releasing the pen now, right? And 
in a little bit of time, maybe like a, a few weeks later, we're going to release an art print with both characters combined into one art piece. Yes. So, you so will see it yeah. as a cohesive piece, even though you don't have both pins. So you can pick whichever pin you want, and then later on you can get the yeah. print with both pieces. And the art print, there's a difference. The the pins are like a a line art style um, because that's just how the pins are. And the art print is going to be more detailed. There's going to be more colors. Um, and it's just, I'm really excited. Man, I'm excited for you guys. Eamon's a- a- been there literally. She's been so into this project. I mean, she was practically in the piece. It was, I know it was like I was in almost the like she just hooked her claws in and just yeah. yanked herself into the this piece. It's almost like I was just like you know <laughs> grabbing that character, both and <laughs> claiming them for myself. Oh my. <laughs> you guys are welcome, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Oh, if you're if you're uh, following us on Instagram, keep uh, keep an eye out for maybe like a little sneak peek into into Amon's Amon's uh, edition of yeah. our Amon's <laughs> edition is gonna be pretty interesting, guys. So stay yeah, tuned to see what it looks personally, like. Personally, it's my favorite. Personally, <laughs> I really like it. I feel like it adds a bit more pizzazz, a bit more. I don't know oomph to the whole thing but that's just me I don't know about you guys so. <laughs> but that's kind of like our really big announcement is we are opening our shop and it will be live on Monday July I'm looking at the calendar so <laughs> let me let me let me what are we on the 20th uh Monday July 26th is 26th. yeah so I'm excited um it's kind of surreal because I'm finally using my business degree <laughs> yeah so you. yeah i am excited yeah I, I i'm not using any of my degrees but uh graphic design i didn't finish my graphic design you still went through school that's true yeah i'm you gonna boost you up girl i'm your main hype woman you know what we're using we're using youtube academy <laughs> youtube academy and tiktok academy YouTube, youtube what is it youtube university YouTube University? YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah. We're experts. In TikTok okay. Community College. Yeah. In TikTok yeah. Community College. Yep. 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 TikTok <laughs> University. <laughs> okay. So I think now is the perfect time to get into Neon yeah. Gods by yes. Katie Robert. So I don't know about you guys, but I was seeing it on TikTok. I didn't see it when it blew up. I saw it a little bit beforehand and I was like, oh, this is interesting. I'll try it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I appreciate that it is like a modern retelling of Hades and Persephone. Full spoilers. True. Anybody, this is full spoilers up ahead. The fact that they're not gods, I found really interesting. I know Grace didn't particularly like that as much, but I found it so interesting that yes, they are elected. And it's this idea that like they they die and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the fact that like it's a title, not a person. It's right. a title that is passed down from like Hades to Hades' son, and they continue to take the title. I found that so interesting as a modern version of it. Yeah, like this book was. Um, I also did not expect it to be like that. Like I, I thought there it would be like there would be like a fantasy element to it, and I was surprised when like 
when it said modern day retelling of Hades and Persephone, it meant modern day. It meant like it's in a contemporary setting and everything. Um, and it's it's like heavy on like the politics side too, which was such an like fun storyline to read. Um, and obviously the romance in itself too. Um, I haven't read like anything like this before. I've I've read like Hades and Persephone retellings before, not like the one that everybody knows of. The a Touch, Touch of Darkness. Darkness. Yeah. yeah, that's I more of a fantasy that one. one. That is definitely yeah. a fantasy. And I was expecting it to be sort of like that, mm-hmm. um, but it's not, and it's it's something different. And personally, I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I I guess because it was when I think of Hades and Persephone like you know what they're Greek gods and goddesses and so like yeah I I felt like having their names right next to them was it was really hard for me to get used to them not having their power though throughout the whole book their essence was very much like there of their power like Hades very like that dark demeaning and he has that presence yeah. in him which just like oh my gosh and then Persephone has like this lighter and she interacts with people and everyone she talks with it she brings life into it which is what her abilities do flip side of her other abilities as well right and so it was very interesting to me to see that I gotta say something though um I could not see them as human. I straight up saw them as characters from Lower of Olympus. Yeah. I saw I... them blue skin, pink skin, purple for Zeus, um, Hera, the, the corpses of Hera in gold and Demeter in that like, yeah. I saw them in those colors with like regular faces, but in their yeah. That I saw Lore of Olympus has taken over my view of Hades and Persephone that that's what I see oh my gosh yeah like I I saw them as like regular people but I I literally did not know that it was in a contemporary setting and I was waiting for like power to be shown like magic to be shown I'm like where is it when is it gonna come and it's not like that and well, there was it's still like some magical elements to it when you talk when yeah. they cross the bridge there's still yeah. that barrier where it's there are there is still some magic in the book but it's not magic if you know what I mean maybe it's more like of um because, like, there's the treaties and stuff yeah. that, like, separate, um, like, the lower city versus the um, higher city, whatever yeah. it's called. Upper city? Upper city, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, so, is it, like, spells or something? I don't know. You know what it feels like? It feels like, um, it feels like uh, kind of those TV sh- shows with supernatural things or whatever, and they have that one episode where everybody is like thrown into a d- dimension or a dream like state where everything yeah. is normal but there's still something there I and guess so- it's a bit sci-fi then you know what I mean if it's like yeah. dimensions because like they live in Olympus yeah because they're not in the mortal realm yeah so like the fact that there is realms means that 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 that's obviously obviously not nonfiction. Well, that's... realms are 
they had cities like they could travel as soon as they yeah. left the city but it was really hard to leave the board like yeah. we're, we're, we're trying to break down this like there's we something we I think we just need more detail. Maybe we'll I get will, that. It's Maybe it's a the Dark Olympus series. She just got renewed for the fifth book of the yeah. series, so I'm so excited. I sent y'all both it on TikTok. Oh, also, yes, Avid, so that entire time you were blocked, I didn't realize that it wasn't sending you, so I just kept sending. No, literally, TikTok. TikTok is just me and TikTok's relationship right now. It's not tight. Like TikTok hates anything that has to do with anything remotely spicy or sexual i guess also um the tiktok thing you posted today wasn't that at all like i guess it was the word kill yeah like i try to censor like certain words that i know would probably flag the video and you know sometimes like i have noticed like even the words that you do censor like tiktok also has those words censored too like no matter if you use like um different characters to replace other letters and stuff like that like tiktok knows what you're trying to say mm-hmm yeah so i mean right now like the video is still on and everything but yeah it's just i i don't know like i'm kind of scared because i've been banned like almost three times now and i think by the next time it's like my last strike or whatever i'm not sure i told you you need to make a backup account i'm scared (laughs) i don't want to do that i don't want to do that like i mean i I probably would if it but, but like i know other people that have had their accounts banned and they've gotten it back and also, I got this notification the other day that, like, TikTok was going through this, like, maintenance thing. So maybe that helps because I know it at that time, particularly when my stuff was getting banned and, like, I was getting banned, my videos were getting removed. It wasn't just me. It was, like, yeah. a good portion. There's a lot of big creators. Of it was mm-hmm. big yeah. creators getting banned. It was big creators' videos getting taken down. I was like, yeah, so maybe it's, like, a TikTok thing. It's a TikTok yeah. thing. Probably. Yeah. Not me because I've done stuff like this before oh thank you so much not to say that <laughs> at the beginning honor. yeah yeah i never thought i'd come here like you know it's been such a long journey oh i'm kidding i'm so funny i'm cute so, <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so this book back to neon gods um <laughs> not to toot my own horn <laughs> so when we first see this the fact that so i thought it was interesting that the hera position wasn't filled and the fact that they were yeah. like persephone you're gonna fill that position her mom was like you're gonna fill it and you're gonna be my yeah. little puppet and i okay yeah. i love politics and i loved this about the book is we see more of demeter 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 yeah demeter Demeter. Demeter. We see more of Demeter Demeter. in this book because in in A Touch of Darkness, we see her, but she's more of that, like, background force that you think about. And, like, in Lore of Olympus, she's there, but she's not there. But then in this book, she's heavily present, and you see her interacting with her daughters and stuff. And I appreciated that Katie did that. Also, if Katie is listening, hi, Katie. Hi, Hi. (laughs) Um, Hello. But I just think that the way she made, like, that's why I really liked this is the fact that was the tension in this book is that they wanted Persephone to be Hera. And that was so interesting that it's like Zeus wanted her and Hades was like, no, you don't get her. No, literally, I loved that he was such an, like, an alpha without being an alpha whole. Like, he wasn't an asshole in the slightest Mm -hmm. he just he wanted to protect her keep her safe because like persephone put her like mental health physical health like 
um it would be her last priority not even a priority in general yeah and I just reading about that and like just him just taking care of her Mm -hmm. it's just oh it was so good I love that it was also also the the bi representation in this book the fact that they both swing both ways I'm just like I feel seen one thing that I really like beyond appreciated from this book was the representation of like you know the virus representation and how like the different skin colors and everything too going into this I did not know much about it I I read the arc version I don't even have like the final copy and everything um I wasn't expecting much out of it and I was so surprised to see like you know these characters even like a plus size character and stuff and the next book will have a plus size character as like the female love interest and I literally cannot wait for that book I'm like slowly anticipating it um all these representations all like all these from all different minority groups and no one is like has like stereotypes thrown at them or anything like that it's not harmful representation in my opinion um and I just, I wasn't expecting that from this book. I thought this was just going to be a smut book that I can just read and turn my brain off and just get through. But I just, I was just like, wow, this is so good. I need more authors like this. I also think it's source books, the publisher as well. They have so many diverse titles. Like They are a great publishing team. Like, they, they amazing. So I read great. Boyfriend Material from them. Like, that was a good book. Um they have so many like they have a lot of lgbtq plus titles and i love that they do especially yeah. the sticker that they sent us um in the art print that um we got sent by them they sent like a representation sticker and i was like yes oh, the art print for yes yes for hades and persephone yes yeah, they sent I a little sticker in it print. did you even yeah get it? no i didn't get one myself um but that's that's I mean- fine like i'm I think out of all like the PR stuff, I get a lot of things from them, and I I have that sticker. Oh, it's so good! I'll maybe I'll print it out or something. I didn't get one myself, which is fine. Uh, it's just like Stephanie is the one that works for like the management or sorry marketing management team, mm-hmm. and I remember she contacted me and she's like, "I saw that you loved this like you know Hades and Persephone um, art piece, and we have a couple left over if you want to do a giveaway for like." Did I send that to you? Did I send that to you on t- on Instagram? The art piece? Yeah, the art piece. Was I the one who sent it? I, oh, no, I, I sent the Wrath first, one. I sent yeah, the Wrath yes. one. That's the one I sent. At first, I saw the art piece of Hades and Persephone on Kitty Roberts' TikTok. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I found it through the artist's page. And then I used it in a video. Um, and then I did a giveaway for them. Um, and yeah, I just really appreciate source books. And fun fact, they're also based in my hometown. And yeah. that's so cool. Like we should have slid um, up to them. We should have like went no, up to their headquarters. Like Stephanie has literally said, like, we should meet up one day. And I'm like, yeah, I literally live like not, not even 15 minutes away from you. So like let's let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, man, Eamon always has the best connects. Eamon oh has God. the hookup. <laughs> yeah. So oh, whatever, yeah. Back to the story. Yes, yes, yes. Um, sorry, Calvin. I'm that. sorry, Calvin. If Calvin, if you're listening, I'm sorry. We have been going off topic. I just had to. I just had to say hi to Calvin one time. Calvin's always Calvin. We, we go off talk. We are a very bookish podcast, and yet we don't talk about books. <laughs> oh my god! Don't worry. It's me too. Like 
um sorry anyways focus <laughs> okay so um one thing that I was kind of scared about when yeah. reading this book is I was unsure how true to mythology it would go to uh-huh. um seeing as like Persephone does end up getting assaulted by Zeus and seeing as like she was going to be uh, seeing as that it was lining up for her to be his wife I was so scared that he would take her and I was just like I don't know if I can read it was nerve-wracking yeah like you're right and especially towards like skipping all the way to the end really quickly when she's just like oh yeah I'll give myself over to you or blah 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 I'm just like if I have to read her literally letting this man take hold of her yeah and then Hades finds out I'm gonna lose my cool because I was like no because it's something it's something to me about like books in general not just like you know retellings or anything but it's 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 romance books in general if like once the main couple gets together and then split up or like circumstances pull them apart whether they break up whether they're just taken away from each other whatever and someone else has sexual relationships with one of them yeah I'm like how do you go back from that how how do you I don't know how how I that feel. That would have been uncomfortable to read. It would have been, been so uncomfortable. Like you cuz I was almost like cuz at that point we there wasn't even much left of the book. It's like what could happen within these last like 50 to 30 pages, you know what I mean? So, so and like uh when she was um when she was like ready to give herself over because like she was ready to be like, you know, I don't want chaos. I'll just give myself over, see what happens, you know try to escape whatever the heck it is and she was in the car with Hermes and the other guy that I forgot his name and Dionysus Dionysus yeah that was Dionysus Dionysus we'll say Dionysus Dionysus Dionysus. and you know we thought like you know Hermes was kind of like on her side but Hermes is like the messenger here one thing I really liked I loved Hermes character I think she was so funny loved her love I hope we get her story we better I love that it was. I hope so too. I yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't expect that at first. Yeah. And when they called like Hermes, her, I was just like, "Oh, hello." <laughs> um, really liked her. I I thought that was so funny how like she sneaks into Hermes's like house and territory like all the time, and he has like top notch security, but she, she still finds herself like, like Literally. you know, inside and through the windows and everything. Is, like, how did she get in like- here? It's like a really cool twist on like her ability as like yeah a, that's uh, where I thought like you know the magic element came in like is she like teleporting like, is what she is she actually doing? teleporting or is she and like you know it's never really confirmed or deny how she does it just yeah in I I imagine her almost like Inej kind of creeping and yeah because like there is this one point when she's like crawling like through the window and Persnef. Persephone sees her crawling through the window. I'm like, oh, is that is that what she does? She just <laughs> crawls through win- windows. So in that scene, have y'all seen like the conjuring 
when like the woman like crawls on the floor well there's like always those like creeping crawling people on like, like when they crawl like a spider yeah that's how i yeah. imagined her crawling in that's how i imagined it when i first read it I was just oh no like, i was just like this is because if you imagine it, it's like persephone just like sees her crawling in i'm like that's how i imagine she's it. literally like a ghost oh my gosh <laughs> you actually imagined her crawling crawling <laughs> me when i saw like oh like her crawling through the window i'm thinking the window's like pretty big it's one of those yeah like, mm-hmm. double open like she's stepping like, into the room you know what yeah. i mean yeah, it's no. Not her like <laughs> crawling, her, like crawling over. I don't know like why. Like a spider laps in my reading. I was just like, this is so creepy. No, yeah. Sometimes when I like, I'll I'll read a scene from a book and I'll imagine it, and suddenly they're like dancing or something. Like it's just weird. Yeah, and, and that's the worst too. Like completely going off topic from the book, but that's that's so bad too because like you'll your mind will set the stage right. And yeah they'll be doing something like let's say they're sitting on the couch talking and having a conversation and then all of a sudden you hear oh he makes a right down the hall they were walking this entire time what they were no that's so true though it's like sometimes I like skip over like well not skip over but like my brain doesn't register like world building and like movement and like the setting I just think about the characters you know and their like verbal like dialogue and everything like that and then it's like like you said um they turn a corner or they enter a room or they do this do that I'm like I thought we were like in a different city or something like you're telling me we're inside I thought we were outside like I I think that that I think some authors it's like it's it's that that balance like how much do you tell your reader? Like, how much do you want to tell them and how much do you allow them to imagine themselves? Yeah. And that's what right. I, I like imagining myself. I, yeah. I like to, like, build the world myself. That's and then turn left. <laughs> no, literally. Yeah, like, honestly, it's fine for me if you just give me crumbs of, like, details when it comes to, like, setting and stuff like that and movement. Like, it's fine because as long as I can still, like, insert myself and the main character or whatever literally like <laughs> yeah. it's like the the worst feeling too of like you them it, it's it's also a balance of them describing things too late true like, true, true, true. pretty early on not like immediately but like when you like if you're meeting somebody for the first time what do you notice first about them right like you're going up to them yeah, you're talking to them, but like, as, even in like those first moments of you meeting somebody, you're looking at their physical features. You're looking, right? At, you're like checking them out, like that. I, so as soon as I'm meeting somebody else, I need you to give me hair color, kind of height, uh, yeah. what you want what you want to jump off the page for this character in no, that first yeah. interaction. If I don't get yeah. it, then I. I'm taking control. I am taking the director's chair, the cone. We're saying action and the way it's going, that's the way it's going to be because I'm not switching it up later on. That is so true because like, I'll be like waiting for like the descriptions, like at least give me hair color and eye color, you know, at least give me the bare minimum. And sometimes we'll get them in the middle of the book, like not even in the beginning. I feel like when we are introduced to a character, we need those physical descriptions. Like, cause I need to like, be like, okay, now which celebrity should I imagine as this character? You know, how should I insert myself into this character? Cause like, I'll be doing that. I'll be creating a whole movie in my head. Mm-hmm. I'll imagine like celebrities, like 
types as characters i imagined um bucky barnes as that's what babies. i was about to say okay because okay. i thought <laughs> because, like I the shoulder length hair sebastian stan yeah. i yeah oh. i imagine we had this like, conversation you know, bucky barnes as, <laughs> soon as it was like dark shoulder length hair um i was like bucky barnes and okay. um uh sometimes i'll like look up fan art before reading a book because i know sometimes descriptions will come out like later in the book so i can go into it knowing how the characters look like look like sometimes i do spoil myself for the book and you know that's a risk i'm willing to take so i have a <laughs> confession um i right. didn't know he had shoulder length hair until i saw the fan art <laughs> i totally glossed over the fact that he had shoulder length hair the entire book and then i saw the fan art for hades and i was like yeah. oh he has long hair <laughs> yeah like i i isn't it like in most hades and persephone yeah it's most he hades has like longer hair he's longer hair yeah and in like a touch of darkness he does yeah yeah I, I i remember persephone's like physical description came like way later in the book than um what race have you not read a touch of darkness yet it's okay i haven't read it either hey 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 listen when the hype around touch of darkness raps or whatever however you say that one that was like coming off the edge of Akatar phase, right? And sure. I was not ready to jump into muddy romances yet. I needed to dip my toes into fantasy. And it is fantasy. Not spicy fantasy. It's not that and spicy. It, <laughs> it was okay, pushed, is it like on the same level as like the Akatar and everything? It yeah. Pushed, it was pushed as spicy. Okay. It kind and of so, is spicy, but like it's not all spicy. Yeah, like I read the first book for Absotic, and that wasn't as spicy as people said. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't even finish the second book. I DNF. I I don't plan to finish. I have the entire series, and I don't plan. I know. To I saw it on your shelf. <laughs> yeah. Um, I might give them away, but I'm not interested. Give them to me. I like reading trashy stuff. Okay, fine. I'll it's like not when I trashy. To California, it's just kind yeah. of. It just feels icky when you read it. You're like, Ugh. it's kind of disturbing. I'm just like, yeah. You, yeah. you tell me this is a minor. And you're yeah. like 500 years old. Yeah. Oh, let me have it. I'll fix it for you. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a short story for it. Anyways, okay. this is what I, this is, this is what I wanted to say. Going back mm -hmm. a little bit about the description. So when I'm thinking of a character, I literally cannot see their face. Is I it like a blur? Too. Me too. Like yeah. I will only see the part of them that is doing something. Right. Other than that, if it's like I can see them, but it's like that vision where like you don't focus I, on their face. If I try, if I try, I can get like an outline, but that's it. But no, like I can see his suit. I can see like his skin color, which right. Every every guy I read about he's got to have a little brown in him it's like an automatic thing no that's me Art. like they, they can't be like super pale they I'm gotta have sorry. a little metal in it yeah even if they're white i can't you can't be white they can't be like twilight they can't color. be like me look at me right now like i'm no, literally like no but even white. you have even you you have a color okay right you True. have a little color it, it's it's a little dab 
but it's in there, okay? You got some. Yeah. I match my walls, guys. I match my walls. No, no. You look pink, okay? You look pink. So don't don't try to make yourself. I can make. Because you're not. Because you're not white. But look. I can make myself like more tan. Like if I look at them and I'm like seeing the scene happen, and then all of a sudden, like I tried to like to actually look at his face. Like let's say I'm I want to do like a sketch of him, right? Right. Looking at his face, I literally cannot see it. It's like darkness. It's like that that it's like Percy Jackson mist, where like if you try to look at it something about it makes you look away right yeah you don't don't even see it you don't want to look at it I don't know what it is um like I can see majority body parts or something like that but anything super defining about them I can't focus in on like um characters with full body tattoos if I try to zero in on the tattoos and make like define them it just looks all black and blurry. I I don't know what it is. And I think part of that is a great blessing to me because like when it's adapted to a movie, it doesn't distort the picture I have in my head because I never had a face for it. It's more of like the essence of the character, the feeling I get around that character that makes that character who they are. Right. So for example, if like, like, like let's do Twilight since Twilight's all big right now on Netflix again. If when I was reading Twilight for the first time, I didn't see Edward's face. I got his feeling. I got like that coldness around him. I got that like that threatening vibe from him and all all of these things that made up his personality, right? Mm -hmm. But I never really saw his face clearly nor his hair or anything like that. When I saw the movie, it did not distort the feeling that I had when I read Edward, but Robert Pattinson did not fulfill the embodiment of Edward's persona completely the way I saw that. So it was- That's that's the thing. If I if I if I feel like a character has great um, character casting for like the book character, like the Darkling Ben Barnes, the essence of the Darkling he embodied, which was he really did right. Yeah, and so like that that's what saves me when I'm looking at like I can try to like picture a face, I can try to like um, cast like a, a celebrity for them, but I. I can't like for Persephone don't know what she looks like in her face but uh, man she has an amazing body yeah like I know for like the main character if it's like a girl or something mm-hmm. I'll like try to self-insert myself into them oh, yeah. and like change up how I look that's I'm just weird like that but like I get that like you know seeing like a blur or like a darkness or yeah. not even a full face um for me like I see that until I get a description of the yeah. character. Once I get a description, I'd be like, okay, which celebrity, which actor, which hot person have like that I know in my life that I can like, you know, cast as them in my head. Then I see like, you know, them. And I guess maybe that wouldn't be too, like that isn't like a blessing for me in case if like the book turns into a movie or a TV show. And I'm like, wait, but I imagine that person as 
so-and-so yeah. and it doesn't match but like it's just I can't control it um it's just how I am <laughs> no, like it, it, it's literally la- that and then like the same goes for like other characters that are introduced or like um, yeah like side characters like they're blurred to me like if they're not important to the storyline or if their description hasn't been like said like you know definitively then they're just like a blur like I can't yeah. like I remember reading off campus in their first book and like you know the other characters that were going to get a book like Tucker the freaking Logan and Dean um I didn't know how they looked like until I got their book like until yeah. I read from their POV yeah and then like that like this is one thing about Neon Gods that I also loved about the side characters and the people around yeah I loved that Katie like gave me their ethnicity yes because some that's what I was like so um like almost shocked and like I'm like wow I really appreciate this author it's like because sometimes you will not get that in like just like from other romance eroticas and stuff like that it's like mostly focused on the two main characters Mm -hmm. and these other characters you can just imagine them however the heck you want and you know yeah that's the author's choice but I absolutely love it when the author is like yeah I'm making this character black this character plus size like it's like it's it's candid it's real it's right there it's like there's no um it's not ambiguous and I think that also has to deal with the fact that this is a series and the fact that a lot of these side characters will have their own story so that's I think why it's important that she starts out in this first book you know what everybody looks like already so it's not new when you go to their book and you're like oh this is what they were I thought they looked like this it's kind of that like it she does really good with that I really appreciated that yeah and it's not just like the the gods and goddesses and those who have like names but i'm talking about also like when they were going through like the farmer's market and all of that like i saw a hispanic woman I saw yes a- no literally i saw their age i saw everything and it yeah. was like uh, like i didn't need anything else like i didn't need to know their hair color how they had their clothes nothing like that she gave me ethnicity she gave me age she gave me like literally that's like the first thing you get and I appreciate that so much literally authors need to do authors need to do more of that because like even some of these side characters you know we're not gonna get like a story from the farmer's market guy you know that but still it's like like now that we know how they look like in their description their ethnicity their race and whatnot it's like you don't have to be ambiguous about how you imagine them you know right right yeah and it was like so refreshing because like one it really was you have, you have to also like give it to like the type of world that it is it is an urban um retelling of this story True. and even though it is an urban like setting you don't know specifically where it is like it could be right. in America, it could be like in Europe it could be wherever this city is but the fact that this city has so many different types of people and right. it's, it's just that's just how they are I was yeah, like, it's so realistic it's like it's diverse in itself and the world is diverse and even though yeah. this is like it's fiction and like you know it's almost like sci-fi like not really sure about that it's just yeah. it's still like you know yeah the world is diverse why not make your characters diverse too you know exactly and it was done so simple and so yeah it's just like this is the bare minimum and like I appreciate it so much because it is the bare minimum and you know others need to be doing it in all their books and the fact that it was done so flawlessly and nothing was like you know stereotyped nothing was like in my opinion like 
there wasn't a, like misrepresentation and stuff you know it, it, it's just the bare minimum like they they are confident characters and they just so happen to be plus side they just so happen to be black and stuff it's not like they're meant for like this certain role in society oh, or something for sure, for sure. yeah and then on t- uh, on that too it's like it's not done in a way that um it feels like this is taken away from the main storyline and the True. fact we are like so like even though this is the bare minimum but the fact that we have to like point that out and applaud that and be like yeah because well, it, it, it is a bare minimum yeah yeah because it should be like oh this is this is how every book it should be but the fact that we bring that up and it's so surprisingly beautiful to us it's so sad yeah. because it doesn't happen often that is so true though that's what made it so surprising to me because I didn't expect any of that like n- not at all yeah and when it happened I'm just like where has this author <laughs> been my entire life like hello you're the only like white author I trust at this point <laughs> literally and it's it's not even like a thing of like you know nobody else can do it like this or whatever yeah anybody it's, can do it you know anybody it's can easy and it, it was done in such a way that it was like we're not saying like this is the most amazing a piece of diverse community but it was done in a way that shows anybody can do it in any true state. anyone can any do world it. you can do it yeah and it's you- that simple it really is it's not this like you know um big like you know hot take or hot topic or something like that it's it's so simple it really is simple like a a little while ago I saw like this a TikTok thing um of like this guy was like trying when your point of view when you're on a first date and he's just like oh yeah I, I I just came out of like the gender neutral bathroom or like you know saying little things like that to see how the date would react to these topics right yeah and then a guy stitched it and he's just like okay like yes you can do that for your date to see like where they stand on these certain topics or things like that or like on the police and blah 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 and and gay rights or whatever whatever right Right. all of these things dropping hints like that yeah you could do that but then another way to do it is to scroll through someone's for you page on tiktok and he said, he explained it this way. He's just like, because the, the for you page that you have curated for yourself is the way you want to see the world. So if no, you literally, see, yeah. If you see like people of color, if you see like LGBTQ plus um, creators, if you see um, a mental health awareness and all of these things, if you see all these videos popping through your for you page, that's how that person wants to see the world but if you're seeing just like basic white people dancing and like yeah like personally I don't get any of that on my for you page because that's not like what I'm into and even when I see stitches of like videos from other people's for you page or something like that like the conservative side conservative side of TikTok like the Trump supporting side of TikTok it's almost surreal I'm like are you telling me these videos exist on this very like you know um app it's like very gen z very millennial like it's it's very like you know i don't know like not that like it's very liberal you know yeah um and and to think of it like that that's how you would create a, a book like if you are a reader and depending on how you fill the space in with your subconscious 
that's how you would see the world right that's so if, true if you have somebody who is like um a straight white person reading a book and they own like the filling in of the subconscious of the people in the space like they're reading a book and it's a ballroom but everyone in like if you could zap into their mind and see who they filled in in that space right see how they want the world to look like exactly. if I'm reading a book and I'm filling the space everyone's colored everyone's no it's so true though yeah because like that's what I I want to see myself represented I want to see my people represented and other skin colors and other minorities and you know the list goes on and on and on and I I can't really stop myself from doing that I can't really like be like you know what yeah, your certain trick features for everyone. Everybody's gonna be white. I can't really do that myself. I I, I can't do that. Even if they yeah. tell me that the main character is like white, I'm like yeah. I'm just like no, I don't think so. No, I don't think no, so. they're not. <laughs> so like when it comes to like ballrooms and stuff, I kind yeah. of just fill them in with like shadow characters. Like I don't even see like. I kind of, you know, like those crowd videos of like, it's just like shadow people. That's how I fill it in in my mind. But I kind of wanted yeah. to go back to that idea of like the for you page. I went to the bathroom real quick while you were all talking about it. When the guys say they love plus size women and you go into their following and they're following all skinny white models. But and yes. it's like caught in 4K. I just wanted to add that is also so similar when it's like a guy says they want something, but it's obvious they, they don't. You know, it's go to see what they are looking for. It's very performative. Yeah. Very yeah. performative. And it sucks. And and like you can see that come through in anything. You can see that come in through their work, through their personality, through what they write, through what they read. Like you see it. And just because they're no, literally, yeah. You know, we have these like months that are dedicated to whatever cause that we're, you know, that we're talking about or whatever. And people get mad because we're not pushing um, LGBTQ plus books during Pride Month, or we're not uh, pushing Black um, um, authors and Black uh, main character-driven books during uh, Black History Month, or we're not doing um, uh, Hispanic or Latinx characters and books during Hispanic Heritage Month or Indigenous right. Peoples Month. Like, no, we don't need to do that just for you. Like, the people who are giving you those recs during- yeah. The- specifically and you don't see it anywhere else that's who you be questioning don't be questioning the people who read it and do it especially if you are part of that like minority group like do not do not be doing that that is just so offensive yeah so like during like pride month and stuff I I haven't like announced my sexuality on my page and stuff I just kind of keep that private and stuff and looking at me people will assume I'm straight (laughs) people will assume I'm straight and but like it just felt like during pride month I saw a lot of straight creators or straight like you know they're straight like making all of these lgbtq plus rec like videos and stuff and they're getting hundreds of thousands of likes and stuff and I'm I just I felt icky I felt icky like I understand that it felt so performative because I am a member and I'm just like even I'm a member and I'm not making these videos because they're, yes, it was so saturated. It was so saturated with content where I was just like, yes, I love my they, thems, and the gays, but sis, you don't need to post about it every single day when you're not a part of the community. I'm sorry, I'm not going to trust you 
little white girl i'm gonna yeah. go to kevin and look at what he's recommending yeah like literally the people that are part of this community and yeah much. like they don't they don't owe you like catered content and stuff but they still give it to you no matter what yeah. and you know it is almost like when a person that's not part of that minority community giving you these recommendation stuff and they get you know their videos go viral it's almost like they're taking away it's just like yeah that's not I, that's you're not that's not your people like it gets I mean, under my skin it gets yeah. so it bugs me like um you know we've come a long way in the year that book talk has been like booming or whatever like um and i swear when hispanic heritage month came through mm-hmm. like like no shade to like all the other months oh but no when- it's almost like it's se- like this tiktok just censor these people during like their month it was you know? like like it was such a like it was because so- i haven't seen i hadn't seen it either it, like and i am not like on the straight white side of book talk i'm not on that side I, to be honest i literally had not seen until that month i had not seen another hispanic person another hispanic creator until I did that one post where like I was like oh you know like I want to I want to see my other Latinx character like creators like comment below let me see you um share this or whatever right and um then I started seeing so many other people and I was just like why have I not come across you like where are you in this algorithm why am I not being able to see you and no no shade to like you know like the the other black creators and other POC creators and um the other LGBTQ plus creators but it's like Hispanics are there too but we you hardly see us you it's it's so true though we ever see us like you'll see more black creators and um other um poc uh south asian uh creators yeah um but you don't get any central american creators you don't get any american creators like in all of the americas other than white creators and that's so sad to me it is like damn yeah it's just like and it's interesting because I don't know. It's I think it's because Grace and I send a lot of TikToks to each other, but I get a lot of like Hispanic creators, oh, yeah. non-book talk creators. I get a lot of Hispanic videos. Um, I don't know yes, why. I, I always get commercials too. And I think it's because of Grace, because Grace and I are like best friends and we always text each other and stuff. But yeah. I'll get like ads in Spanish and I like understand what's happening, but I'm like, what? And I, like because I took yeah. Spanish in high school. But like I'll see like Hispanic creators and I'll get Hispanic videos, but not book talk. And I thought that was interesting too when Grace did that. You guys, like Libro, like TikTok is so big. So, so big. I follow some Spanish speaking creators and they're almost like at a million, millions of followers. Like they, that side of book talk is huge, beyond huge. Like I follow this one creator, her name's Tori. I think her full name's like Victoria. Mm -hmm. She's almost like at a million followers. Her, I don't understand all her videos always because I don't. Speak yeah. Spanish What's her username? Really. It's I know her first name. Like her, her name is Tori, but like she goes by Tori. She yeah. is so cute. First of all, um, I love her videos. 
um she does a lot of like the talking about the books video she mm-hmm. like she's always talking in her videos and um I think she's like maybe one or two years younger than me and Maggie I'm not sure but um I follow her I follow some other people too and they just they are lovely people they have like yes. a pretty account they and I look at their videos and their videos have so many views and so many likes and they have tons and tons of followers like I thought some of the biggest followers on book talk were like easy cat and stuff like that but these people are like almost close to millions of followers like this is a whole community that like you know the western side like America is missing out on and they're wonderful people big time yeah because like the the Spanish speaking um book talk creators they're freaking huge they and are I huge. never yeah. ever come across them. And to like somehow one video pops up and then I find that person and then I go through like their like um their follower list to see like if I can interact with more because they're obviously Spanish speaking. So whoever they are following are other Spanish speaking yeah. creators, right? And then I'll go through them and I'll find them. And I'm like, I'm I'm freaking Hispanic. How and I did not see yeah. you. How how are, is my own community? How am I not even part of my own community? No, on- literally. I mean, like then again, like you know, these people are like they're living internationally from where so yeah. maybe it's like that. Um, because like I don't actually see them on my forty page. I see them on my following page. Yeah. Um, and that's probably because you know my setting is all like you know for English and everything. But still, like occasionally I'll go down their page and just like watch their videos, even though I'll understand maybe like five or six words um it's just I really do love that side of the community and I even follow this French book talker and I don't speak French um but she like we communicate through each other through DMs and stuff and luckily she speaks English and I can understand her I wish I spoke French so I could um understand her myself but I love her videos too they're very intriguing the way she talks she talks so eloquently she's a very nice person it's just it's it's so crazy to me how there's Book talk is not just in America. It's everywhere. It's literally so much bigger. And like the people who are like very small minded and like, you know, like going, trying to go back to the book, you know, who end up taking a book and then trying to tear it apart because it doesn't have this or it doesn't have that. It's like so annoying because it's just like, it doesn't have that for you for yes, you literally. but for us let's not speak for there. everyone here yeah, yeah. and it's, like it's, I I hate like critiques like that because they're not even critiques it's criticism like mm-hmm. let's if you want to critique a book let's give constructive criticism and like critique what's already there like obviously not everything is going to be there not every book is going to give you 100% you know full on like not everybody's going to be represented like the way that they want to even though mm-hmm. if they're like group is represented in a book it's not going to be for everyone um so like don't speak about like a community that's not you're not part of that community but don't speak on stuff that's like not there you yeah. know what I mean yeah like, and that's let's critique what's there and it literally happens after a book goes like viral it'll yeah, be like, I hate as soon as you finish reading that. that book and you want to start talking about it all of the the videos shitting on that book pop up and it's like literally like I hate that so much and I think it's because a lot of people um set their standards and expectations so high like don't let 
book talk or anything else influence you when you read a book like like you're not gonna get this like with people with me on vacation I really did enjoy that book and it was really hyped up on book talk and when I read it I fully enjoyed it give 4.5 um was there a part of that I was like oh I was I was expecting this I was expecting that yeah but like that like I'm not gonna really critique that on the book I'm gonna critique what's what's given to me you know what I mean and I I hate that a lot when people when a book gets really popular especially if it's like like um objectively a good book like it has a good rating and everything on goodreads and it's popular it's like um on certain lists like new york times american usa whatever the heck Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and everybody's like oh yeah i didn't really meet to my expectations or blah 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 i'm just like let's don't let book talk influence you because like when people talk about their the books that they like they're gonna give you all the stuff that they like like what they enjoyed not particularly what they didn't enjoy like for me personally when I talk about books on my page I'm going to talk about everything that I liked within the book with every book that I that I have read of course there's going to be elements in which that I didn't like Mm -hmm. am I going to really talk about those in the videos that I make no because I don't want to discourage anyone from reading the book Mm -hmm. um will I talk about it maybe like a good reader for you probably but like I I want I want to like you know build a community I want to have conversations about these books so I'm going to encourage people to read the book and talk about all the things I loved and when people like people will even come to me and be like yeah I, I expected this I expected that like um or like it didn't live up to my expectations because of how you presented it I'm like I'm going to talk about what I liked and don't let my influence or anybody else's influence like deter you from reading a book or like trying to nitpick something that's not even there it's just yeah let's stop doing that because like um like you know like lately on my page I've been talking a lot about the maid series by Daniel Laurie like I, I I'll keep yeah. talking about that for forever right yeah and the last book was really kind of hard for me to get through because it was a little Stockholm syndrome No, it was heavy Stockholm syndrome That's a little hard for me to read personally. Yeah. And I, I had not read a book that went that into it. But the thing really? is that yeah. they both, both of the characters addressed that this is, could happen. And right. they, like, it's a lighthearted joke between them, but it's also something serious that in their own inner monologues, they do think about that and they do try to process it and they do try to analyze am I really feeling this or am I just feeling this because of close proximity or because of all of these other things so it handled Stockholm Syndrome in a different way than any other book had where they just like went along with it and that's it right where this one it was very hard for me to get through the book and to the point where I absolutely hated Ronan so much I did not think I could continue reading the book and did you end up finishing it I ended up finishing it and lo and behold I freaking fell in love with him with (sighs) the way that things happened in the book and like I you know I have those like videos where I'll have like a quote on top and be like you know something that that man said is just mm -mm, scrumptious right and people will comment and just like I'm having a hard time getting through this book and I will I'll tell them straight up I'm telling you right now, it's so hard. I'm not going to front with you and be like, oh, it's totally worth it. No, I'm going to address like, yes, this part is hard to get through. 
Yeah. And me being on the side of like wanting to not continue reading to completely falling in love with it. I can tell you that it gets there. You know, it's different when that type of experience is going through and you can tell somebody that because you were on the side of like hating That's it. That's true. To That's then true. loving it. Whereas yeah. another book where you absolutely loved it and you know that there were some things that were like, Mm-mm, I don't know about these, I don't know, but I loved it it's kind of harder to kind of say that to someone else because they're just like, oh, I hated the book. I didn't like this, this, and that. And then you can like keep the conversation going like, yeah, I know, I understand that part, but you didn't like this or you didn't like that. It's kind of harder yeah. to bridge that gap. But True. Yeah, with Darkest Temptation, yeah. that's all I've been doing. I Yeah, I completely understand that because like when I talk about a book and, you know, I talk about all the things I love with it and I like... um when I say I don't want to talk about the things I didn't love with it I'm not talking about like trigger warnings because like stuff like that could be like a trigger so yeah. that you like the fact that you like addressed it and stuff like that and like you're like you know it gets um, it gets better like I ended up falling in love with a guy in love with a guy because you know Stockholm syndrome could be like a trigger to someone and that's mm-hmm. that's not something you should be like critiquing on that's like you know it, it, you know yeah um try to bring awareness to it as much as you can you know do what you have to encourage people to look at it up themselves because you know a lot of times if you include trigger warnings in your videos they get flagged so mm-hmm. um or like try to leave in the comments like sometimes like I'm doing better in leaving trigger warnings in the comment section and sometimes co- like comments will be censored too and mm-hmm. like people can't see them but then I could I could still like be like okay 18 plus or like look up trigger warnings and stuff mm-hmm. like that um it's like it's very hard to like kind of go through or like um through TikTok specifically but yeah like you know um stuff like that that's not you know what you like man you know I hated this because of blah 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 or whatever that's it's just like a given like you know triggers like you know um it's not you like you you can't really like be Mm -hmm. like oh yeah blah 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 but yeah yeah Yeah. you get what I'm saying when with neon gods like I I think the reason uh, like I like the book I'm not gonna sit here and be like I hated yeah. it like no I liked it did it live up to the expectation that book talk gave me not really because I yeah. just I, I felt like I needed a little bit more and I wish the book was a little bit longer to develop those I, I'm a big relationship development person any right. book that I read I need to have those conversations where they work out and they develop their relationship to actually have a good relationship. I can't just see a couple get together and then that's it. Like that. that no, I get you. That's yeah, satisfying. because I didn't even know that until um, I got towards the end of the book and then it like hit me like, oh, this is this is gonna be a standalone. I'm not gonna get more of Persephone and Hades. Um, you know, them being in a relationship unless it's you know something from like the side side you know in the other books like like I could I could tell like by the end because I knew this was going to be a series but I didn't know until the end that it was going to be like um each book is going to be a standalone within itself with two Mm -hmm. different like you know love interests like the next one's going to be Psyche and Eros it's going to be their story and it was just like yeah I I do like that because I love reading about relationships and like it being extended and it being like milked out and everything I love reading about it Mm -hmm. um and I, yeah, now thinking about that, like, I almost forgot that, or I didn't expect that it would be, like, happily ever after by the end of the book, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, even though it is, (laughs) yeah, even though we know Hades, like, like, dude, he was a freaking obsessed with Persephone. Yeah, he couldn't deny it, but like, he was obsessed with her. He was straight up simping for her, and it wasn't like that inner monologue, like, oh gosh, she's so freaking amazing. No, I can't feel that. Gosh, what's happening to me? It wasn't like (laughs) that. It was like straight up. He knew that he was attracted to her. He knew that she would be his downfall in everything that he built in his own like you know cold-hearted way and it reminds me of this like one tiktok matter of fact i'm gonna play the sound for you guys um i loved that part about like hitty's inner monologue inner monologue when he was like he he knew that you know she was gonna like be the downfall, and then I think he was having this like self conversation within himself. He's like, it's gonna be hard letting her go, um, and like coming like because that's like inevitable. Like he has to let her go by the time their like you know deal expires by the end of the season or whatever the heck it was, um, and it's gonna be hard for him. But he's just gonna have to get over it, like he has with his past trauma and stuff like that, because he is a guy with like you know, his father was killed, and, like, like, you know, trauma after trauma, his, his parents were killed by Zeus and everything, so, yeah, I mean, like, like, as a reader, we could predict that, you know, it's going to be happily ever after with him and Persephone, but still, like, reading about the fact that he thinks it won't be was, like, oh, like, stop it. (laughs) Yeah, I, I really liked Hades, point of view in this book but I really did too going off of what Grace was saying about like the hype of book talk book talk really hyped this up as a spicy spicy book and if you think about it it's not too spicy in the sense of the actual like detail in the spice the spice comes from Hades exhibitionist tendencies and the fact that they were doing stuff in front of a crowd that's what made it really spicy where it's like it wasn't yeah. the description it was like the setting of the place where everything was happening made it yeah. really spicy and it was really hot yeah I really liked reading that too because that's like this is the first of its kind that I read like what's that certain term of like having sex in public what's exhibitionist called? exhibitionist yes I haven't read a story like that before and this is this is my first this is the first of its kind that I had read so I was super intrigued oh um like was it super detailed? No, but like I really enjoyed it. I'm like, I want to read more of this. I think <laughs> it could have been more detailed because you know she has her desperate measures and like her like whole yeah. wicked villain series where those are very graphic detailed. If you think about it, this is with a publisher. So I think they probably she probably had to rein it in more if you think about it. Like we know like traditionally published books don't have except Sarah Moss with Ak Fleur was like really graphic. Um but that graphic was like weirdly graphic where it was like mm, I didn't need to know this detail but like she oh. did really well with it still being very sensual and very like oh also can we just talk about Hades being the consent king like, <gasps> I wrote that I wrote that in my thing I'm gonna pull up my goodreads real quick I literally should that, wrote- should that be the title of this podcast consent like, king yes Hades, Hades the consent yeah. Hades- but it's it's and it's not like a title like you know we like way back last year like when Akatar was like at the height like everybody's like oh Reese is consenting king or like um not not consenting he was like like feminist icon yeah like yeah. it's not like one of those it's not one of no, those it's, it's like 
he it's true like literally 24% of the way through the book I marked Hades as a consent king like and it no, was literally. consistent it wasn't like one time and then that's it it was right like it was every, every single time. time he's like every are you okay time. like what's your safe word everything I and then, I think that is so attractive so because, like, attractive it was even in his inner monologue and like it was to the point where like Persephone was just like dude you know I'm gonna say yes and he's yeah. like yeah no, like I still I need, like I want to know yeah but yeah. I think and also it's, it's really hot when they say yes like when you ask them and they're like yes and you're like so it kind of it's an ego boost too if you think about it it's like no literally oh, like she'll so say hot. yes to anything and like hearing it you're like and saying yes is also really hot <laughs> yes because like Persephone yes. is that type of person that put her like mental and physical health like you know it wasn't like a priority for herself Back and like for her. Hades had to make it a priority and take care of her and everything and the fact that you know he's a consent king like and it doesn't it, it's not because like a lot of the times with like you know I guess dark romances old like you know more adult smuttier yeah. romances like consent happens but it happens once like it's like and then it's like okay then they're railing each other you know chapter after chapter after chapter but I feel like when consent is you know asked and given um like before every single scene that is so beyond hot like because it's lot- it needs to be realistic and that yeah and it's so, it's also like like as we said before with like the representation it's a bare minimum it's bare minimum. Bare minimum. yeah and yet so, we're we're fangirling over we're like hyping it, it up happen. yeah literally exactly. just like and the fact that it happens before every single interaction between before every little step it's yes. so important because like she could have changed her mind she could have been like yeah no, i don't want to do it literally anymore. and like those books who like that's why yes you want consent but then you also want it consistently because like even in a relationship even in a relationship yeah you can you can end up not wanting to yeah right and you the last thing you want to do is feel like you're in like a forceful relationship that's the last thing you want well it is that idea that because you're in a relationship guy or girl gets to do whatever they want to their partner yeah no it's not not like you know it's this one-time deal thing that we've nailed down it's like this this conversation has to happen before everything you know because like like Grace said anything could change at any moment at the time like you know and like also like playing mental health into it and everything like that you got to know where your partner is mentally you got to know and it sucks for like those partners who are like very giving to their significant others like Mm -hmm. who want to do everything to please their their partner it's very hard on them because they don't know that they can set a boundary. They don't know that they can be like, yeah, no. And it's something that like people have to like really come to terms with. Like, you're like, you're I, right. I, I, like yeah. I had I had to learn how to do that. I had to learn how to like to say mm-hmm. I don't feel like doing that right now I don't feel yeah. like it, doing it. It. And, and it's hard and it's hard for it was hard for me because I'm the type of person who wants to do everything for that other person like right. I'm, I'm not just talking in like physical acts but like I'll order you lunch I'll make sure that your food is there I'll, I'll go to the morning to get you coffee I'll fill up your gas tank I'll do all of these things to make sure that you are set in every aspect of your world and it's it it's a 
burden that I guess that I put on myself for my, you know, and it's something that people have to learn how to say, no, I don't want to do that anymore. Yes, exactly. Because you don't have to go above and beyond. Like the bare minimum in a relationship is loyalty and honesty. And yeah, like, you know, giving, you know, your partner surprises and gifts and blah, blah, blah. It's like fun and you want to please them. But like, it is not an obligation on yourself. Yeah. Your relationship should not feel like a job. When it feels um, like a chore, when it feels like a yeah. chore, that's when you know something needs to change. Yeah. Because like, and especially if it's not equal, equal. You know, like yeah. if you're giving and you're you're not getting, like, yeah. literally, literally, because be and that's the thing about Hades and Persephone. It's like they are both shitty with taking care of their own self because they're so worried about everyone else. Hades is worried about everybody in the lower city, making sure that everything is good and taken care of, that he doesn't really care about his own emotional well-being, not his physical, his own emotional well-being. And Persephone, on the other hand, doesn't take care of her own physical and mental well-being, which Hades is like, no, stand up, take care of yourself. You need to be prepared and take care of yourself. And she, on the other hand, is telling him, it's okay to care. It's okay to like live. It's okay to love. And they both do this thing where like, yes, they're giving the other aspects to each other, but they're also yeah. telling each other, set up your own boundaries. Yeah. Like and it's okay to be selfish. Like, yes. you know, they're like both here and there on point with that. Literally, um, I especially love it when it's like, when like the guy is like that and he's like he's not taking care of himself emotionally but he has all these like materialistic things around him like Hades is rich and everything Mm -hmm. and just like reading about that was just so like it it was fun it was enjoyable I really appreciate it because like it just like proves the fact that you know materialistic things and monetary like value and blah 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 it it doesn't matter it's all about you know the inside and how you feel yeah yeah, that companionship that he did not want at all. And yeah. it came in and literally mowed him over. Um, okay, so I found the sound. I'm gonna play this sound. Okay, okay, it's, I'm ready. Um, from uh, another podcast. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's on TikTok. Uh, if I find the name of the podcast, I'll make sure to like link them below. Are they two girls? No, it's two guys. I think okay. it's called Modern Wisdom. Is it the guys who made the sound, the Nebraska sound? The fuck Nebraska? No, like, it's wherever a Modern Wisdom podcast. Okay. Okay, so. Falling in love should be the most inconvenient thing in the fucking world. Like, it should ruin your day. Like, people who, when they fall in love, like, I knew I was in love because every time I thought about them, I smiled and I was happy. And I'm like, no, 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 that's you in love with the idea of love. It's not about the individual. You're in love with the idea of being in love and you love the feeling of being in love. When you're actually in love, like, I think it's just, you know, you just go, oh, for fuck's sake. I was having so much fun. I was living my best life. And then this person came along and they make me laugh. And I want to spend my time with them. I love just living alone. And now every, every time I'm in a situation that I'm enjoying, my brain goes, I wish this person was here with me. I want to share this with you. Fuck, God damn, I was having so much fun. Yeah. I had so much freedom and I still have that. But just now, I can't stop. I, I, yeah, every time I've been in love, I've just gone, you bitch, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. I, I 
love you so much and that's so inconvenient for me fall and inconvenient oh my god it's gosh. like literally like that that like yeah you know people like how he said people think that um falling in love is like all pretty and perfect and like your life is it's it starts like a movie. and that person comes yeah. in that's not how it goes no right. love when you're when love really comes in it it takes over every part of you and yeah, you can you can section it and 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 block it off from affecting other pieces of your life, but it comes in a way where you no longer want to be alone doing these things. Like you're comfortable being alone, but you no longer want to be alone. You don't want to see the world without that person. You no longer right. want no longer it want takes to over do. you without it, you even realizing. It just and happens. like that's literally how Hades was. He's like, I was good. I had a plan. I, I I was protecting my people. And then here this little thing comes, literally stumbling into my arms. And she fucking ruined me. He says that too. He's like, this woman is literally the death of me. And that's how literally. it literally that's how it should be this man had everything he wanted except for like revenge on his parents which was his main goal but he had he had everything a person could want and yet True. when this woman stumbled into his arms his whole world was flipped upside down that's and very true and like when like you know um obviously um Hades and Persephone they make a deal in which they can like take over Zeus so like you know so Persephone doesn't have to marry Zeus and then Hades can take revenge on Zeus and everything like that. And this entire time, Persephone is kind of like looking at herself as like, I'm causing so much destruction because Demeter stopped like the trade and the food and everything that happened uh, or like the deals um, with the lower city. And she thought like, you know, I have to escape. Like I'm such a burden on his shoulder, but he's like, babe, I got a plan. Like, we knew like we knew like something like this would happen eventually but like we have you know treaties and relationships with like what's um goddess of blood or of water uh um poseidon poseidon yes literally poseidon (laughs) like i totally forgot (laughs) i was like blood water uh (laughs) yes um him and like he came in clutch and everything and I just I love that because like yes like Grace said like he had everything and here this little this little person comes in and it's just like yeah wow (laughs) so I want to see I want to know if Katie Roberts does a Zeus one if she does a Zeus book because for the new Zeus yeah yeah I want to see the new Zeus's book because is he like evil or something he's he's also young they they explained it the way that that um Perseus was very arrogant Perseus, and, yeah yeah and similar to his dad but not as ruthless so right he, I, I want to see like, if he has a book I'm gonna check on Goodreads okay. I feel like if he does have a book it'll be a heavy heavy enemies to lovers oh, and be yes. like Hera's position has been left open for too long you need to get a wife and it doesn't matter if it's a romance or whatever we're gonna like the rest of the 13 will set up an uh, arranged marriage for Hera um 
to be filled in and I swear it's going to be an enemies to lovers and it's then we'll be have epic. yeah but then but then at the same time if that happens that means that people will oh like... it is the third book is Zeus okay Zeus so is then the if, third if, one wicked beauty is what it's called do you want me to read the description yeah yeah. wait no 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 it's literally what you said grace it's literally what okay, you said let me finish saying it and then okay read. okay okay, okay, okay. I'm so excited. okay i swear if it like the arrangement is blah 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 and i swear that um we'll start seeing zeus and like straight up start simping for him or whatever and mm. you'll start seeing like zeus has like a good side but then i don't know how people are gonna deal with that because zeus has zeus, always been we all know Zeus is shitty. We all yeah, know he's always been ruthless, arrogant, and asshole. Right. And, and so it's just gonna, gonna be, be kind of fair. it's gonna be kind of weird to see how Katie Well maybe he's not. How yeah, yeah maybe he's not he's not. Like that that it he is can't that is the be. thing. Because he's getting and, a book. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice like, to have a villain. It could be his like villain origin story kind of thing where it's like he's still not a good guy, but they still fell in love. Like, because villains have their own love stories as well. I think that's he could also, also a key surprise thing. us because he is already kind of like the villain. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe it's a book in which uh, he, like, it's surprised. Well, his like, dad was. Yeah. His yeah. Dad was. Like, he but, has his persona. But was he doing that, like, that just for his dad? Was he doing that just to please his dad? Was he pulling an heiress, Ben Sarah? Because no, literally, pulled... like, is this a phase? I think so. I think so. But like, I, I would like to see that. I mean, like, yeah. I know, the description? I know all the bad things about Zeus, but then I've always like been like, damn, why? You could have been so great had you not been such a shitty person. The character names. Oh my gosh. Okay, y'all ready? Y'all I just ready? hope that arc is beyond like i will fall in love yo i'm gonna be refreshing that arg sign up team page consistently oh oh i meant like his redemption arc but yeah that too oh for sure that too okay so you ready yeah it's lore lore olympus meets helen hart hard hard in the third installment of the sexy modern-day destruction of our favorite Greek myths, ever since she was a small child, Helen Chaosis knew she'd marry for political gain instead of love. What did she expect? For Zeus to make her his prize in a competition to determine the next Ares or for, or for two of her former lovers to end up competing for her hand. Wait, is this Helen of Troy? Yes, it's a Helen of Troy. Uh, I'm looking at the one review. Helen of Troy slash Sparta cries, are we really getting a modern retelling of this? I can't wait to see. It's basically a modern retelling of Helen Helen of Troy. Helen of Troy was absolutely gorgeous. So that's going right. to be very interesting to see. I'm so intrigued. I can't wait for that. I know. Yeah, because I thought like um, each book would be like Persephone's sisters, you know? Yeah, I did too. Yeah. And which I thought was interesting to see that Psyche was um, Persephone's sister. Right, yeah. And the next one is going to be uh, Psyche and Eros. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait for that. I forgot the other sister's names, but yeah. So, mm, I'm excited. I really liked the names. I liked the world building. I thought it was very, it had me a little <laughs> sprinkle of mafia vibes, which is what True. I'm on right now. And I just wish I got a little bit more of their relationship. But other than that, I'm fine. That's the only thing I was lacking, which is a big thing for me, for me to feel emotionally invested, you know? Yeah, but, like want the best for each character. 
but I did like their arcs. I did like how they came together. Um, I liked everything about it. I just wish I had that. That I just felt like that needed to be expanded a little more. Yeah. But I mean, you can't do that with the Hades Persephone story because it's their story is very short. Yeah, and one it's thing, like you thing, know what happens. Yeah, and that's it. That's that's all we get, and that boom, boom, bada bang, right? Yeah, it's also like one of the most common retelling. Um, from greek mythology like we know how it's going to go down yeah um what was uh, wrapping up what was your star rating for it i give it five stars i give it five stars too because i read it so fast like i i kind of forgot a lot of the book um but like it was just it was just so good and that's that's the type of person i am i forget a lot of the books i read but in the moment i enjoyed it so much and i heard electric idol gets even better Oh yeah. yeah. Like I <laughs> I like when I did my review and everything for Goodreads, I just gave my raw opinion and everything. Like, you know, maybe down the road, like I'll think about it, like self-analyze it. I'm like, mm, is it really a five stars? But for now, like like I want to be happy. It's five stars. My reviews are always in the moment. My reviews are always yeah, like feeling that my moment. raw my raw emotions and everything. Cause yeah, I want to remember how I felt, like, you know, um after reading a book. And like, you know, even like reading and seeing other people's reviews and stuff sometimes give you more perspective and like oh yeah that I didn't really think about that but now I get it like with a lot of my favorite books like hearing from other people I really appreciate that it gives me new points of view and perspective and everything um um do I end up hating a book that I like no but like now I can think about it more critically yeah um I gave it a 3.75 <laughs> it's okay so- i think melissa gave it a three and a um three, i i five. gave it a 3.75 only because i came literally right before neon gods i read people we meet on vacation which the three of us know that is a very emotionally um romantic and relationship driven book it has a lot to do with like the personality and the and the, 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 the dynamic between developing a relationship and mm-hmm. come from such a high driven book that had all of that to a book that didn't really have it. It, it mm-hmm. felt very yeah. lacking. So that's the only reason why I rated it 3.75. Um, going back and probably rereading it later on I'll probably give it a four because it did have a lot of really enjoyable parts so many easter eggs that I just gobbled up and made like a whole damn omelet with them because I was (laughs) upset I mean can can we take a second to talk about Cerberus and the rest of the pups because I died when they got the pups no, I almost forgot about that. That, that, that was amazing. And I the fact that. that he like agreed to keep them when he was like, no, yeah. and then he's like, fine. And he agreed to keep them even after if she was going to leave. He literally keep them. I don't know if y'all like, read Lord It's going to be a piece of her I can yeah. keep. Yeah, and it's like, it's so cute. Because in Lore of Olympus, Hades has dogs as well. And Persephone loves them. And it's just so cute. Oh, I it, love and, that. And, and it's this thing like literally when the, he kept talking about like her leaving and everything I thought she was gonna leave and then somehow well she did 
no she but literally I literally left him I, I meant the way that she thought that she would leave yeah yeah know? like after the season right yeah. I thought that something was gonna happen like that right and you know what song played in my head to embody him yeah the one from Beauty and the Beast the live remake where Beast uh-huh. sings this song when he releases Belle saying like now I know she'll never leave me. <laughs> Even though yes. she fades from you. Oh my gosh, that oh, song God. touches oh. my heart every time. Every time I hear that song, and like I'll belt it out in the car when I'm driving, I'll start crying. Stop, <laughs> now I'll cry. I need to put that on my like playlist. Oh <laughs> my gosh, that song, the emotion, and because it's like a male singing it. I'm like, damn. Yeah. And I swear, I swear, Hades would probably be singing that song down his hallways of his house had Persephone left that way. No, but literally. he'd like open the windows and start He'd open up the, the windows and everything. I mean, yeah. um, but really quick on the Cerberus thing, have you guys heard this thing about Cerberus's name? The dog? No. Okay. Like, no. <laughs> Okay, so a possible origin name for Cerberus, the multi-headed dog in um, the Greek god, for the Greek god Hades, is Proto-Indo-European word. Uh, um, I don't know how to say that in its original word, but it's spelled like Kerberos, meaning spotted. Uh-huh. Hades might have literally named his dog Spot. Spot. wait that's actually so cute like that's so cute and then it goes like that Cerberus three-headed dog in the underworld is basically named spot oh spot 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 so the name Cerberus in its like translation means spotted so now since having heard that every time I see Cerberus I see a three-headed Dalmatian dog (laughs) I love that (laughs) I see like, what are those? That breed like a Great Dane, a Doberman. Oh, I I like those like a Doberman, long, skinny leg, kind of like scary looking dog. Doberman with the pointy ears. Yeah, yeah, huge Doberman. Like that's how I see him for uh, Kingdom of the Wicked for Wrath. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Show me that yesterday. Oh my gosh, that was. Have you pre-ordered Kingdom of the Cursed yet? Yes. yes, I have. I'm okay, getting the Barnes and Noble exclusive edition. Yes, I have. I'm getting. The- I, I gotta say, I love um, Hades characters. Yes, like his that kind of character. character. Yeah. I mean, I absolutely love him because, yeah, he's the king of the underworld. But like in every mythology story that he has, it's like a really good guy. He's not. Yeah. He t- overcomes the stereotypes. Like yeah. whatever stereotypes are thrown at him. He doesn't comply with them it's like it's like damn boy yeah you need a hug i'm here yeah, you, you got emotions you got trauma every retelling of hades and persephone and greek gods everybody knows that hades is like viewed as this like as the bad one but he's the like nicest of the brothers he's the best Zeus. yeah Zeus is like the worst brother but he's viewed he's as that. the best one and it's like literally but like everybody knows zeus is a fucking dick everybody yeah and it's right to me that like like Hades no matter the font is utterly obsessed with his wife 
obsessed with his wife obsessed. he will not obsessed. look or touch another woman no literally literally. Yeah. literally even if like you know girls are like throwing themselves at him he's, he's not gonna like, like comply he's not gonna, he's and, gonna be like and it's it's literally that like tra- the like tiktok trend of like or like this like meme or whatever that yeah. like a girl tries to throw herself at this guy and he's just like, yo, you do not want my girl to find out. Like, I tried to warn you. I tried to warn you. And then here comes the girlfriend ready to throw hands and beat anybody's ass. Because Persephone, man. Literally, that reminds me of like this meme or something that I saw. It's like, if a guy throws him, no, if a girl throws herself at a guy and a guy he either it really like tells like how his character is if he's like no I can't I have a girlfriend oh. versus no I have a girlfriend it's 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 um sorry I have a girlfriend or no I have a girlfriend yeah those are two different people like which one is it gonna be yeah and like it's like a trend of like you texting that to your girlfriend which one would you rather perform me, me to say or the girls texting the boyfriend saying, which one would you say? Sorry, I have a girlfriend or no, I have a girlfriend. And the guys who straight up go like, why would I say sorry to a bitch? Or why would yeah, I say Yeah, literally. Okay. It's just like, sir, do you have a TikTok number one? You don't? Okay. You <laughs> sir, pass? take this ring. <laughs> <laughs> you pass? Yeah, literally. Um, but yeah, so this has been a long episode. Yeah. Gone all over the place very true Some heavy hitter topics i was on my phone for a while that's because i was scrolling through all of Eamon, who she was following i went through every single account that she was following <laughs> to look for tori <laughs> that's why i was oh, like i can just send it to you oh my yeah, gosh i was yeah. like looking for it that whole time that i was looking down did you scrolling. did you find her no i was scrolling through all of your following i went through 522 accounts looking for her oh god oh gosh uh, that's why i like wasn't paying attention that okay. whole time her username is victoria come libros okay i'll send you one of her videos yes she is so gorgeous she is super cute L- like great personality all over yeah hopefully my Very phone nice doesn't person. die beforehand she is like at 800 and almost 40k. She is a very popular creator on like the Libra oh, wow. TikTok. Can't really see it. Let me see. Put yeah. your hand behind the phone. Oh, okay. There <laughs> on your face. Cutter. It's like it's like backwards, but yeah. I think I don't know how old she is. Yeah, send me her profile. But yeah, yeah I, I just sent you one of her first videos, but she's a very cool person. Yeah. That's good. That's awesome. Well, yeah. Love that. Thank you, Eamon, for coming on and talking with us. Of course, of We'd course. Always love to have you on. Always love being here. Uh, <laughs> we always have such a fun time. I swear, like we had like a whole mini podcast session right before we actually no literally recording. like once we start talking we can't shut up it's almost we can't it's shut like, up. It's i literally problem. was like guys save this for the podcast guys save this for podcast yeah no we literally like, anything we were talking about before literally literally but it's fine literally. um so ah. excuse you <laughs> <laughs> sorry that was my dog she wants to get out even though she just came in um so really quickly just a reminder make sure you guys keep an eye out on our books our book podcast um instagram for uh news of our no of our um pins that we're going to be uh, releasing for pre-sale on monday so you guys can get a sneak peek to them on saturday 
and then the pre-sale will go up on Monday and we'll have that pre-sale open for about a week. So make sure you guys go in. We'll also have like pre-sale um, incentives for you guys and other things to do with that. Our shop will be opening up. So make sure you guys follow the shop Instagram and keep an eye out on Etsy for our shop to actually open up during your pre-sale orders. Um, keep an eye out and um, for, I'm forgetting one more thing. Am I forgetting something? No, I'm not. Um, if you haven't read Twisted Love by Anna Huang, uh, make sure that you go ahead and read that. We will be discussing that next week with the I'm author. reading it tonight. I'm so excited. It's so good. It's free on, on Kindle Unlimited. So make sure you go ahead and download that. So that way you can read it and tune in with us with the author herself during her whole writing process. And keep an eye out for her uh, sequel to that series, which will come out at the end of July, which is Twisted Games. And that's it. Yay. All right, you guys. guys. We'll see you later. Have a good rest of your evening. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone.